0: The following show contains spoilers for polar, which is the polar opposite of what you want if you don't want polar spoil. That didn't work, did it?
1: No. Uh, I was al- going to try and roar like a polar bear. <laughs> you can do that. How do they roar? Are they just like normal bears? rawr uh, Rarr. <laughs> like, yeah, we've done it, rarr. <laughs> we could survive that. We could survive that.
0: We could survive. <coughs> Hello, and welcome to We Could Survive That, your survival guide to the movies. I'm Jack. And today I'm joined by my polar opposite. And opposites attract. And we're very attractive.
1: It's Chris. (laughs) I mean, I am. I don't know about you. No. I've not even showered this morning and I'm gorgeous.
0: I wondered what that smell was.
1: Greasy hair in my eye. (laughs) I can't see. It's dripping. It is. (laughs) Look how slick it is. I'll do your toast, sir.
0: (laughs) Uh, No, thank you. Is that the most disgusting intro?
1: No, I can go worse. But we're not going to do that on this show.
0: Thank goodness. Because we're doing Polar
1: this week. I keep wanting to make a like, choo-choo train sound, something I'm thinking the Polar Express. Oh,
0: okay. But yeah, this is a 2019 film starring Mads Mikkelsen. And
1: um, Vanessa Hudson.
0: It's based on a graphic novel produced by Dark Horse Comics, which are a comic book company.
1: They're of um, DC, aren't they?
0: I think they're independent of DC. Uh, okay. There are more than Marvel and DC comics, Chris.
1: Yeah, but I swear Dark Horse was owned by DC. I don't
0: know the origins of it. I know there are like a few creator run uh, comic book companies, like Image. That's, I think, sort of creator owned. Okay. Uh, but let's not get into the history of that. No, let's do. that's just. <laughs> that's all you need to know for the moment. Polar is directed by Jonas. Are you ready for this? Oh, God. I'm going to fuck this. <laughs> Arkeland
1: arkland uh,
0: Arch- well there's like Arkham. a little there's like a little umlaut type thing on the a it's like a weird a so what it might mean, be umlaut.
1: Com- are, are you talking as a weird symbol over the a yeah i ignore those when i see them
0: well i i can't <laughs> say it but it's directed by that guy i think i had a quick dip into his imdb i think he does mostly short films and like music videos and things like that
1: or else is a big step up for him
0: Yes, he's probably done a, a full-length feature before. I didn't go that deep into his backstory. I didn't do like a, a criminal record check or like a tax. <laughs> you should have <laughs> Ta- tax check or anything like that. This is uh, a, a new release on Netflix. Uh, I don't know whether it's going to be a popular uh, one due to the fact that I didn't really like this film. You loved it. What oh. makes you think I loved it? Because it's got the three things that you love in it. Boobs, blood, and boobs.
1: There was a lot of <laughs> boobs. There was. There was a lot of blood. Yeah. And there's a lot of putting alcohol and coffee. I like that a lot, so that was good.
0: I disapprove. I disapprove of coffee. Don't like it.
1: You disapprove of coffee? Well, coffee disapproves of you. Yeah. And coffee don't. was here before you, and it will be here when you're gone.
0: <laughs> yeah. But uh, Chris, this is a new film, so we'll we'll do a quick reviewy bit before we get onto the survival stuff. Excellent. So. Am I right in that you quite like this?
1: Yeah, okay, I thought it was good. Matt Lucas as Mr. Blute. It's it's good to see Matt Lucas wearing high heels again from his days on Little Britain, but then also torturing people from his days on... Little Britain. Little Britain, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. I can't really put into words my criticism for this.
1: It's it, a simple storyline, simple premise, and it just, but it just flows.
0: executed weirdly so i'm a big fan of a simple story done well this is a simple story but muddled it's really a tale of two films mads mickelson and vanessa Hutchinson are in a completely different like dark noir sort of dark there's really muddled tone in some of mads mickelson's bits where he shoots a dog and then just goes "Oops, Uh, accidental and then the rest of it is them in this dank depressing snowy town and then cut to wacky horrible extras that are from an d- asylum film and they're being shot and and look at us we're wacky look at my bum oh look johnny knoxville's got a deflating boner
1: Oh that johnny knoxville <laughs> yes right oh, i do realize
0: yeah i watched this because of the tra- the netflix trailer that was on when you hover over it and it plays a little thing that is completely different from the wackiness that's how the trailer in this shows film. the film. It it doesn't show the wackiness though. It's quite it it sells it as a sort of John Wick, but it's John Wick but with wacky
1: Yeah, the wacky stuff's good. That's probably how it's done in the graphic I... novel. It's it's a contrast, isn't it? The the dark noir stuff of, you know, his cabin in the woods to the bright and colourful Bit when they're in Florida and that lot and the whole look at my bum yeah. thing, which we should definitely not <laughs> overlook and study in depth. The bum, the bum, it's
0: the many many bums,
1: the many bums. Okay,
0: we'll focus on Mads Mickelson's bum.
1: Good, because we see his bum. It's quite <laughs> or, or like an extras, or an extras it's bum. Stum-
0: Maybe Mads Mickelson doesn't want his bum on film. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. It's not a un- <laughs> unreasonable request, but I don't think that tone shift worked particularly well uh and that it does sort of go down after the film sort of blends more into what it wants to be i think after the cabin scene once the wacky assassins have been offed but yeah it, the the tone didn't sit well with me uh matt lucas is a villain good it's a good idea again i don't know whether i i don't think i liked it I like there Matt Lucas.
1: Nothing wrong with it. He played the part well. Especially when he started swearing us like that. Ah, it's a little Britain. <laughs> but yeah, he played it well. Especially you know, he's rubbing that cream water is all over his hands continuously. What what is that stuff? Is it just moisturizer or is it like antibacterial?
0: I think it was moisturizer. It didn't look like antibacterial.
1: Okay, and he's getting he's like laying down that bed thing just with you know, his legs up and those stilt things getting it rubbed all over him.
0: Yeah, weird.
1: Good. <laughs> Enjoyable scene that was.
0: I think yeah. Most my problem with this film is that the tone didn't. Maybe because I was tricked into thinking it would be a John Wicky film, and it... it
1: is a John Wicky film. It's not
0: really though, is it? It's
1: just it just shows a contrast. Just because he's a depressing, dark assassin, but doesn't he's mean not the, uh, though, is doesn't he? mean the other assassins he'll... have to be depressing and dark.
0: Because then he'll re- reappear and shoot someone naked. I mean, he, no, he's got not, not got time. But yeah, no, d- Manson McCawson's deadpan is is okay, but. Yeah, I I just feel tricked into
1: watching this. Well, it's it's probably how the graphic novel set out. His scenes probably in the novel are uh, dark colours, depressing.
0: Well, I had a quick look at the graphic novel. It's all black and white. There are some like moments where colours stand out. This is shot pretty well. The bright colours, especially, is shot really well. But yeah, there are a lot of bits that I don't like, like the extras, like the the Doctor. In the initial scene where we see mads mickelson he's from an asylum film or he looks like he's from an asylum film every extra there's a, a like a night manager you know prim and proper you'd expect a night manager to be he looks like a hobo there's the weird sex pest that they meet
1: in one of the rooms yeah i just didn't what's wrong with any of those extras they
0: just weren't believable as actors <laughs>
1: I got on fine with them. What does it matter anyway? Apart from the Doctor, all the others die anyway. (laughs)
0: Yeah. I watch a film to be involved in in the world, to be enthralled. And Uh. when I'm looking at a person, I go, you're doing some acting and it's bad. That takes
1: me out. I didn't think there was any bad acting in this. I was just enjoying the ride for Mm. what it was.
0: I I knew this would be your film, but I I can't muster up enough energy to argue with you. Because you know I'm right. You're not right. I didn't like it. Also, the action's a bit... Um, It's not John Wick action, we'll say that. And I mean, you can't really have a, a John Wick action scene with Matt Lucas, can you? Well,
1: don't know, how the hell are you going to do that? That's why they <laughs> skipped out the entire scene with Matt Lucas and just went straight to the, you know, head flying through the window shot.
0: Yeah, but there isn't... I mean, the cabin action scene is fine, but that's probably the best
1: I don't know, bit. I thought that was fine. I thought the naked, bloody hallway fight scene, that was pretty good. Yeah, that was okay.
0: But there wasn't anything that stood out. I couldn't say name a move in that.
1: I know, remote control Gatling guns off the gloves.
0: Yeah, but that wasn't in that scene.
1: I don't care, it's another scene.
0: <laughs> and that's it. that scene was very short. Also, why doesn't Matt Lucas have that? He's got access to all of these, like, assassins and stuff. Why doesn't he have access to that technology? I don't know. I don't it's a know. fair question,
1: though. He's got assassins. That's why he thinks his assassins are better than Gatling guns. Are they? Well, no, because they all die. Exactly. But he's not aware of that, is he?
0: He's not aware that Gatling guns are better than assassins. I mean,
1: look what happens at the end of the film. His henchmen literally say, you're on your own. Yeah. Bye.
0: But maybe they wouldn't have left him if he'd gone, hey, guys, I've got Gatling guns. They would have gone, I'm on board with this plan now.
1: (laughs) I don't think so, because they would have been like, oh, it's a Black Kaiser. We put up Gatling guns, he's just going to drop a bomb. Or he'll flick one switch and the Gatling guns will turn around and shoot all of us.
0: Yeah, but he, he was unprepared for Gatling guns, wasn't he?
1: I don't know. He walked in there just fine.
0: Yeah, because he knew everyone was scared. If he'd walked in there and there were Gatling guns, he wouldn't have had a countermeasure. He would have survived it. Would he?
1: Yeah, it's Mads Mickelson.
0: Uh, no. Oh, this, is Hann-
1: this is what Hann- this is basically what happens to Hannibal Lecter after he falls off the cliff at the end of series three. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's continuation of that.
0: It's really not, Chris. It could be. He doesn't eat a single person.
1: That you see. Ergo. <laughs> what happens to the bodies in his cabin? They, Why they, do they go?
0: He just leaves them And tidies them up later He buries them next to the dog
1: Can't believe he shot the dog twice <laughs>
0: Well if it was a giant wolf Then You know You want to make sure
1: You do He was having a nightmare
0: Oh no He was having a nightmare
1: Yeah And he had a gun in his hand Yeah Bad combination
0: <laughs> I also wanted there to be Like a running joke Where Mad Mickelson Fails to look after pets So he shoots the dog Then he buys goldfish I wanted there to be a scene where he leaves the goldfish and then comes back and they're frozen. Because <laughs> it left the door open and it's not a heated tank and it's, like, cold and then he gets, like, a budgie or something and he accidentally lets it out and it flies off or something. That would have been a good gag, but no. I don't.
1: Maybe want. that's going to happen in Polar 2.
0: Great. I can't wait. Don't watch.
1: Asshole. Watch. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I've got no, I've got no experience with the the comic, but it, so it might be the same tone. But yeah, I, I
1: you, mean you you? I'm not on board with this. You've just film. got tonal issues with the fi- with the film. It's not it didn't a bad gel movie. well. But for you,
0: it didn't gel well for me, and I think a lot of other people. This hasn't got great reviews on, uh, like rotten did. tomatoes or. But neither did what
1: glass. Oh, uh, the it, reviews for that were quite bad.
0: Yeah, I think that most of that was the twist. But I like Glass. Glass there you was, go. Glass was consistent throughout. And also, I believed all of the performances. This was wibbly, and half of the performances I wouldn't have blinked at if they were in the asylum. In fact, if they were in an asylum film, I'd have headbutted the wall.
1: This is why most of them die to get rid of them. So they have better actors yeah, for part But two. I still
0: have to put up with them in a scene or two. I, d- I didn't like it. Also, some of the shots looked a bit cheap as well like, like what? student I thought... filming. I, most of the cinematography with the bright colors was good, but some of the bits with like the cabin in the woods was
1: Oh, I know what you mean actually. Yeah, how it looks like G- the ca- the camera's a bit low quality. Yeah. Right. I'm, okay, I thought the same thing on a couple of the darker shots.
0: I don't know whether that's intended, but it I, I noticed it. Yeah, I noticed it and I'm I'm willing to forgive it cuz the bright colors in the initial moments were were good and yeah Vivian's scene she looked like a proper femme fatale they they were filming her in that kind of so she sort of is a bit glowy which I noticed and I I get what they were going for and I like it a continuous okay.
1: change of outfits and hair it's and weird. Just speak
0: just why is she in a strip club with a giant afro
1: why not have you ever been with a giant afro yes oh how was it
0: <laughs> it's my hairstyle
1: <laughs> well, there you go then
0: okay Chris we are survival experts uh-huh. we are also master assassins
1: it doesn't help does it because <laughs> Mads makes kills them all anyway
0: let's go through it one by one okay right so Matt Lucas blunt uh, has got a master plan to try and keep his company afloat by killing former assassins who retire so that they so he doesn't have to contribute to their pension scheme which kind of sounds like an evil plan that your company would go for they already do that yeah they People kill go off missing daily <laughs> <laughs> Kill a former employee so they don't have to pay tax contributions. Uh, they start off by killing Johnny Knoxville, uh, who has just been partying for how God knows, however many days in this mansion that he's hired. And uh, Blunt tells Vivian, his like second in command, to send a crack team of young, sexy assassins to to murder Johnny Knoxville, the greatest assassin. Uh, the team consists of Chris, uh-huh. Hildy. Who is actually uh, Blunt's lover, Alexia? Who is a red-haired, very red-haired, bearded man mm-hmm. uh, who has a handgun? There's a sniper called Falcado. No, Falkado. <laughs> No. How do you say? You it? said
1: two. Of the, you've said three <laughs> names wrong, actually. Hildy, I've said right. No, Hilda. Hildy. It's there's an e on the end. Yeah, but in the film it's pronounced Hilda. I think he calls her Hildy. In the um. That the sniper guy is Fukando. Fucan- Fukando. And Matt Lucas is mal- not blunt, it's Blut. Blunt. <laughs> Blute. That's how you say it, Blute.
0: Is he German? Because he, he doesn't put on a German accent.
1: No, it's spelled B-L-U- B-L-U-T, which I always thought was like Blut or something. Blut. <laughs> Blut, but it's pronounced Blut.
0: Yeah, I don't care. Uh, and then there's Carl, who's generic giant guy.
1: And Cindy. Yeah, and Cindy, who's... Generic sleep with you, girl. Yeah. Before you this then die. team
0: is terrible. Their assassination tactics are not great. It wasn't needed the whole thing, was it? Yeah. So Cindy seduces Johnny Knoxville but I I get the feeling that she'd been there for a while yeah. and Knoxville is just on a drug, an alcohol, come down, and he's like, Who are you? Oh, okay, give me a blowjob and then the sniper has a clear shot at Johnny Knoxville's head, but chooses to just wing him in the in the shoulder and then Hildy and ginger redhead (laughs) beard man come up and shoot him with handguns yeah that's that's terrible assassination
1: planning I don't know that's how they like to do it maybe they've got to be sure
0: yeah but if Knoxville is a deadly assassin that's why they send
1: Cindy in to distract him
0: yeah but then if he's just winged then he can pull out like oh that's not a that's not a Viagra induced boner in my pocket it's a machine gun and then just kill everyone it's a, it's a bad tactic that's what I'm saying because it leaves it open it to chance yeah but it leaves it open to chance
1: I don't know that's how they like to do it maybe that's how Bloot was like you've got to do it this way so they know it's me yes that's bad yeah, but that's, his character the sort of person who's like yes before you kill them I want them to know it's me and they're not getting their money because they're gonna die
0: <laughs> and yeah then John Knoxville's boner shrinks
1: yeah would it if it's Viagra
0: I don't know and I don't care.
1: I was wondering that when I was watching it go down. I was thinking, hmm.
0: This is the point where I realised I made a terrible mistake.
1: (laughs) What, when you were watching it?
0: Yeah. This isn't what I thought it was going (laughs) to (laughs) be. Okay, so Johnny Knoxville. What do you do to survive? He probably doesn't know that he's about to be screwed out of his retirement money.
1: There's nobody else at the mansion. Apart
0: from uh, Cindy.
1: Yeah, he's got a handgun with him as all good assassins to keep close. But like you said, he's had drugs and alcohol. And Viagra. And Viagra. When you retire from being an assassin, don't go as far as Mads Mickelson did, but don't go over the top like Johnny Knoxville. Go for something in the middle. A where small party. A they, gathering with yeah, friends. So when they try to assassinate you, you're alert and ready for it. And yeah. And you can stop them and build automatic defence systems.
0: Like Gatling guns.
1: Like Gatling guns. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah.
0: I mean, was that Johnny Knoxville's mansion or was he renting it? I'd assume he'd be renting it because he trashed it.
1: I don't know because uh, they say, "Oh, Michael," which is I think his character. I was been passing at his mansion.
0: Oh, maybe yeah, maybe so because be if he's
1: if he's retired, he's got his eight million. He could have got that for like I don't know, two or three million. I mean, it's not just the eight million they have; they've got other money from when they're actually working. Yeah, haven't they? So it's, he could have like twenty million. So yeah, it's probably his. That's why he got it in Chile. It's cheap.
0: Cheap mansions. Have you been looking in for <laughs> to retire oh, yeah, in Chile? Actually, yeah. Okay, so yeah, if it's his property, then maybe defences and stuff like that yeah
1: you'd have something built in but then
0: like I'd a wall, a so, wall. A, so a sniper can't get you from the forest
1: that would be a good idea wouldn't it it
0: would be also so peeping toms can't spy on your madhouse pies
1: maybe that's what he likes though that's why it's so open maybe yeah <laughs> I mean he seems like the sort of guy that would like that
0: that's why it's so open in this secluded forest it is yeah <laughs> maybe also like helicopter thingies warnings because they must have been dropped off by a helicopter 'Cause that's how I think Carl picks them up.
1: Yeah. Okay, so some sort of defence system built in. And maybe a butler. He's probably got a butler who's high on Coke or something. Yeah, he's passed out somewhere else. Yeah, exactly.
0: I mean drugs are never good when you're on the run. Dulls your senses.
1: Drugs are never good at any point.
0: <laughs> no. Viagra? No. No. <laughs> Performance enhancing. <laughs> Not allowed at the Olympics. Very naughty. Uh, okay So they managed to kill Johnny Knoxville A, a fearsome assassin Do you it, buy Johnny Knoxville As a fearsome assassin
1: He seems like He'd be more of a comedic assassin He's the sort of assassin Who would party with you And then kill you After three or four days Of partying with Is you Is that his
0: assassination technique Party someone to death
1: Yeah Force them to OD Or something He specialises in making it like it's not assassinations and accidental deaths and suicides
0: uh from like parties and yeah, yeah. drinking too much and things like that yep. okay but yeah i can get on board with johnny knoxville being that kind of assassin.
1: yeah that's how you work
0: <laughs> okay you've you've solved another one of my issues with yes. the film. <laughs> congratulations yeah okay so blute blah, <laughs> decides that he doesn't want um uh, the black uh kaiser kaiser i was going to call him carl but that's the difficult. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't he doesn't want Mad mickelson to get his retirement money vivian goes maybe you should just leave this one pick someone else to pick on i don't think we should be targeting the black kaiser he's someone you want to keep on your good side because if you don't kill him you're going to be looking over your shoulder for the rest of your life matt lucas is unconcerned and tells vivian to set up a fake assassination which will lure him out of retirement for one more big payoff and to, uh, uh Belarus. Yeah, it'll all be good. So Mads comes up with a plan, draws out this like partying fat guy, nails him to the wall, literally, shoots his bodyguards, goes in to check the room where he's been partying, sees that there's a file of him on the table, and goes, Who who gave you the file? Someone's setting me up, someone wanted to kill me. Uh, the guy doesn't know, so he shoots him in the head. And then he calls up Vivian for the the first half of the money because she doesn't know that he's taken the contract. So he goes, "I've ex- I've decided to accept your contract. I'll send you a picture when it's done." Thirty seconds later, <laughs> sends a picture. <laughs> I've done it. Give me the rest of the money. <laughs> oh, Vivian knows that she's she's messed up and that it's Duncan, isn't it? Or Dukan. Du- Duncan, Duncan, Duncan Vizsla or the Viz- name Vizsler or something. Duncan. She knows that she's on to them maybe
1: this entire thing shows how ignorant Blute is he obviously doesn't know his employees very well that like he thought he could set this up and have some as she says you know some low level just Mexican thugs, Mexican yeah. hitmen yeah take out they're, they're this, not this even famed. hitmen they're just, they're not, they're just they're, guys with guns yeah they're just part of a gang aren't they could take out this famed assassin it makes me think Blute has not looked into whose assassins actually are and he doesn't know them that well
0: I think he's overconfident I think because he Duncan is old that he, he's just going to be, oh, okay, this is one more job. He's going to be lax about this. Okay. I think that's what he was doing because he doesn't send the four in, the four young hip assassins, well, there's five hip assassins to do it.
1: But he does for Johnny Knoxville's character, so obviously he thought Johnny Knoxville's character is more dangerous than Duncan.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you get that comparison, but Duncan manages to escape and uh, gets paid some extra money. And it's at this point that Matt Locust decides that he's going to send in the young guys to track him down but Duncan's laid a trail he's got different properties everywhere and they go to these properties and find like different weirdos living out in them uh, they do eventually manage to track him down by following a trail of money
1: uh, uh, he's making charitable donations every year to the same account and it's always made through the same bank which the bank happens to be in this uh, triple oak town where he's staying well not in the actual town but close to it
0: close enough that they managed to find him so Cindy pretends to break down in like a car and goes ooh thank god you've come please help me my phone's dead I need to call a tow truck and something like that and then she seduces Mad Mickelson and then with his spider senses mid seduction he senses that there's a sniper about to shoot him and he pulls Cindy up into the line of sight of the sniper she gets shot they roll off the bed he grabs a hatchet chucks it at her head because she's given the sniper like oh he's under the bed on the left side and just to quieten her so he doesn't give away his position the cabin is then breached by Hildi and the ginger guy oh no Hilde just breaks in all on her own because the ginger guy's
1: Carl breaks in with her
0: Carl's like the getaway driver but then when things go bad he goes to see uh, the sniper guy but it turns out that Mads Mickelson shot him in the back of the head naked and then kneecaps carl who drops to the floor and mads tries to intimidate him but carl's not having any of it so carl gets shot hildy's still in the cabin she doesn't go anywhere because she knows that the sniper uh, has like thermal imaging and stuff and will be able to see her she uses like flares to try and distract it but then the flares run out and she's got nowhere to go and um, duncan goes don't be scared if you're scared you make a mistake and then she breathes and then that shows up on the infrared and then he shoots her and she dies. Twice. We well, gotta make sure. This is where the tactics fail for the team.
1: Just a bit, don't they?
0: Because you could have had Cindy like just wear him out and then like smother him in his sleep. Or plant a bomb or set fire to the cabin or something. Or did Mads know that this th- is what I'm thinking they were part of the team
1: he already knew what was going on when he um he sees her and he stops to pick her up or see if she needs help and she's walking towards the car he sees her undoing her top to show off her breasts more and at that point he's the like, art of seduction art of seduction yeah he's the sort of person who'd be familiar with the other assassins even the younger ones he's probably familiar with this team and she always does the same thing of when they're sleeping and then Fakando gives her the, the signal and she goes down to give him oral, and that's when they shoot
0: this is a bad
1: bad assassination it, it, team it is this yeah that's why they're not famous like the Black Kaiser
0: also yeah if this is Blute's guild of assassination you'd be like aware that oh there's this team that do this you'd hear like stories and stuff
1: exactly from... so maybe he's heard rumours and things oh there's a team oh there's five of them they seduce you whatever
0: yeah so you'd you'd if you're Blute you'd probably pick someone from a different assassination team also not your girlfriend you don't put your girlfriend on the team. I don't know. Favouritism. Because, again, if Duncan sees Hildy, then he knows, oh, okay, she's tight with Blute. So, again, that's another game-changer. It's not, it's not a good plan, that's what I'm saying. You follow him, find out where he lives, and then burn the cabin down. That's or not nuke, their style. Or nuke the cabin. <laughs> if you were going to assassinate... Duncan, how, how would you do it then, Chris? I'm sure you've given this a lot of thought.
1: When he pulls over to help Cindy, and she walks up to Carney, does the window down. As the window goes down, I'd be like, Hi, bang. I would have shot him straight in the head. Or just
0: Hildy sneaks up from the other side. She's yeah, like just hiding in sprays, the snow sprays, and shooting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Any yeah, of that would have been fine.
0: It would have been fine. But do you know who has a better job of assassinating Duncan? It's everyone's favourite shark expert, Richard Dreyfus from Jaws. <laughs>
1: Is that him? Yeah. It's old
0: Richard Dreyfuss, yeah. Oh, Oh, uh, Christ,
1: he looks really old, isn't it? Well, he is old. When was Jaws? Uh, Ages ago. Jesus. Uh,
0: (laughs) Duncan's neighbour, Camilla, she's kidnapped by the ginger guy as a sort of backup plan. But again, if there were four of all of them there, then maybe they would have stood a better chance. But it doesn't matter so duncan goes on a rampage He goes richard dreyfus you need you need to help me and dreyfus is like sure thing let me finish my sick karaoke and oops i've poisoned you <laughs> and he's then captured by blute who tortures him for three days until he manages to escape kills all of his guards and then goes to some assassination lady and goes hey i need some equipment you need to help me vivian rings up and goes i'm gonna find you i'll swap the girl for you if you come in quietly and let blue kill you and mad stays on the phone intentionally too long so that he can be tracked down lures vivian and the redhead guy into a warehouse where he brings out the gatling gun laser
1: gloves i enjoyed that scene it was good didn't go on long enough i wanted more yeah it was
0: quite abrupt and short But that scene wouldn't last that long, would it, in reality? Surprise, Gatling guns. Yeah, he
1: mowed them all down pretty efficiently. Yeah. None of the cars got hit. That's the important thing to remember. Is it? And Vivian only managed to get shot twice in the back, despite the fact there were hundreds of bullets spraying everywhere.
0: Yeah, I mean, she was sort of in the middle, uh, and most of the other people were spread out either side of her
1: as he was doing this she was still sort of walking away and i thought he was intentionally not hitting her because she was in on the plan or something but no he just hadn't got around to shooting her yet uh
0: vivian is still left alive she's injured but uh it's it's not her that duncan's after it's little britain (laughs)
1: little britain yeah so
0: (laughs) yeah after this feat all of blunts blutes blute (laughs) all of his guys are sort of scared off and then they all run away out of his castle as Mads Mikkelsen comes up the stairs. And then it's uh, there's a stare down between Matt Lucas and Mads Mikkelsen. Mads has got an axe and Matt Lucas has got a German pistol and a sword. Cut to the outside, bass breaks, CG head flops to the floor.
1: And then when it zooms back onto the glass to show Mads looking out, none of it's broken. <laughs>
0: Yeah, maybe he kicked it lower. Maybe he's looking out a different window.
1: Well, that's why I just because he's
0: so old, you know, because he's retiring, he doesn't want to get that draft.
1: Obviously, doesn't want to catch a cold. Yeah, despite living in a very cold area.
0: That is true. Yeah. Uh,
1: you Matt Lucas. Oh, good. You what have the you same do? physique. I d- thank you. Yes.
0: <laughs> what do you do? How do you fight? How do you use that mass and short stature?
1: Well, you know how when Duncan walks around and he's got the axe Matt Lucas times he holds up the gun and the pistol I wouldn't have had them I would have been shooting
0: I think maybe he might have ran out of bullets because he's trying it. he's ineffectively shooting at his henchmen as they run away
1: yeah only hits one of them or something he?
0: I don't think he does it just hits like his stands of like in their glass cases
1: it's silly to have just one gun for Is the it... head of a assassination organisation, you'd think he would himself be good at assassinating and would have multiple guns and weapons. Like laser Gatling guns. Like laser Gatling guns, yes. Like
0: I said at the start, why doesn't he have them? If this is technology that's available to him and he's thinking about double-crossing a bunch of deadly assassins, why doesn't he get that? Why doesn't he have a helicopter and leave? Why doesn't he just, as soon as Duncan's killed all of his guys, just go, right... I'm moving to Australia, or New Zealand, or somewhere far, far away.
1: Well, because he knows Duncan will find him wherever he goes. And he's so overconfident, isn't he, that he thinks, I don't need this, no assassin's going to dare try to attack this building. And if they do, but my he's head used to take them out.
0: He's used up all of his guards at this point, or at least all the good ones, because the rest of them are like,
1: I, I want no
0: part of this, I saw what
1: he did. They're still in their training period, this like, yeah. job isn't <laughs> worth it.
0: We got, We're going. Rocket launcher?
1: A rocket launcher! Straight to his face. So as as Duncan walks around with the axe, it just explodes in his face instantly.
0: Yeah. Also, I thought his secretary was going to be like, "Oh, I'm an old lady, but actually, I'm a ninja."
1: <laughs> oh, what? not so throwing throwing stars and knives yeah. at him or something? He had a, have a little fist fight with her.
0: Yeah. Or maybe the plan was she brings in the coffee and it's poisoned coffee, but Blute can't hold him off long enough and he's dead by the time the poisoned coffee <laughs> arrives. <laughs> That was his grand plan.
1: I know you'd think Blute would sort of have like a button in his desk or something where like the top flips open and it starts shooting out blades or something.
0: Yeah, or like a trapdoor.
1: Yeah, it Like it a proper like blow person, fell. Yeah, like a trapdoor type thing, yeah. will not it?
0: Or like a knife in the shoe. Well, maybe he doesn't get to that point because his head is chopped
1: off. To be honest, I don't think he moves on a position. I think Mads throws the axe at him. And chops and slices. It. And chops his head off that way, yeah. And then just kicks the head out the window. Well, when he gives the axe back to the uh, secretary lady, there's no blood on it.
0: I think there is a tad, a tad bit of blood.
1: Only a tad, and yet he decapitated somebody. Yeah. Maybe he only. I mean, cut you're them slicing.
0: You're slicing through. You're not like then dipping it into like the arterial spray. Well,
1: no, but you think there'll be more.
0: No, I think that'd be because if you're quick enough, you're not. I don't. Know, let's try this. No, I, 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 I've got a degree in. <laughs> So no no, I think yeah, you're fine. But yeah, there's not a lot Matt Lucas can do, is there? Apart from all of the things that we've said.
1: Yeah, apart from everything we said. But other than that, he's got no real hope. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like he saw Duncan walking across the courtyard and had a chance to escape. I mean,
0: Reload his gun. He's the sort get sort of... Gatling guns.
1: Precisely. Go in a secret tunnel. He's the sort of character who'd have a secret escape route. Yeah. I mean, I would if I was ahead of an international exactly. assassination. I'd have a button on my seat where I push it and I go down a chute and it drops me into a boat in a secret lake I've hidden underneath it. Exactly. I'd run out to see where my yacht is. Yeah. But no. But apart from all of that, he had no real hope. There's nothing he could have no done. Okay. <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, And then we get the, the end of the film where it turns out that Mads Mickelson has been haunted by an assassination where he killed some people and it was uh, his neighbour's family and the neighbour wants to shoot him but then she doesn't and then they have a sequel where they go and find the people that wanted her family dead.
1: Yes. And then there's a sequel. Yeah, there is a sequel. Is there though? Don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, that that's Polar. Chris? Yeah. It's been getting some polarising <laughs> uh, reactions. Uh, that was a bad pun, but uh, there we go. That's what you came here for.
1: I don't know why people don't appreciate it so much. Maybe maybe other people have the same issue as you, like the tone switch. But yeah. I don't think other people are nitpicky as what you are with films.
0: Uh, I think people are more nitpicky.
1: Do you reckon? Yeah. I I just, also, I other people are more
0: nitpicky and know what they're talking about, so... Uh, there well, you go. Screw
1: you up I, yeah. took, I took it for what it was, and I enjoyed yeah. the ride. I think it's
0: because I didn't know what it was.
1: Do you, Do you think you'd enjoy a repeat viewing? No. I think I would. I'm probably going to watch it. Again. Oh, yeah, I know you would. Specific scenes only. Yes,
0: Matt Mickelson's bum.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. You can email us if you've got thoughts on Polo. We could survive that at gmail dot com or tweet us at We Could Survive. If you've read the graphic novel, I'd be interested to know uh, how it stands up, how it compares. I did. Uh, look at a few panels from the the graphic novel it is black and white with sort of specks of colour to emphasise things uh, but I didn't get a sense of tone from it so I don't know if it's wacky or John Wicky. so we'll, we'll have to see about that but yeah next week we'll be doing another new release another new
1: Netflix release it's got uh, John Malkovich in it It's <laughs> and Jake whatever his last Gin name is
0: <laughs> yeah What's it called? Chainsaw, buzzsaw. Velvet buzzsaw. Yeah. Velvet Budsaw.
1: About art that comes to life and kills you. I know. Sounds good, don't it?
0: Well, we'll see. (laughs) Uh, But that'll be next week. But until then, Chris. Until then. What do people do?
1: Well, until then, you can all patiently wait until we come around next week for your daily dose of We Can Survive That. Your survival guide. Weekly dose weekly daily dose no yes. just, just your, weekly your weekly dose of One a week is that. enough <laughs> I have a life You some... can't edit constantly <laughs> my god we're gonna see you all next week for Velvet Bustle but until then keep on surviving and dear god fear retirement <laughs> it is the most dangerous period fear it <laughs> goodbye